What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Hi, I'm Kathy with a C. And I'm Kathy with a K. And this is Killer Destinations. We have an update on episode 27, which told the story of a woman named Mary K. Ross, who was killed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota in 1995. If you have not listened to episode 27 yet, we encourage you to do so before listening to the update, because there are spoilers ahead. In episode 27, we referred to the victim as Mary. However, with the recent happenings, we found out that her family calls her Mary Kay. So for this update, that's how we're going to refer to her. In episode 27, we learned that on July 9th, 1995, 25-year-old Mary Kay Ross was asleep in the two-bedroom apartment she shared with her 13-month-old daughter, Christian. Mary Kay was originally from La Junta, Colorado, where all of her family still lived, and had moved to Sioux Falls two years prior to attend college because she wanted to be a paralegal. At approximately 4 a.m., Mary Kay awoke as she was being brutally attacked. She was stabbed repeatedly on her head and upper body, but fought back with everything she had, even managing to fight the attack off long enough to get to the kitchen and call 911. Sioux Falls police arrived just minutes later to find a bloody and brutalized Mary Kay on her couch, barely alive. Her daughter Christian was found awake in her crib, but thankfully unharmed. Paramedics rushed Mary to Sioux Valley Hospital, where she was pronounced dead. Three weeks after her death, Sioux Falls Police Chief Terry Satterley announced that they had arrested five men who police say each played a different role in carrying out this horrific crime. Three were charged with murder and conspiracy to commit murder. They were Robert Poppin, age 22, Eric Kuhn, age 19, and Robert Power, age 21. Michael Smith, who was 21 at the time, was charged with conspiracy to commit murder, and Walter Kraft Jr., who was 18 at the time, was charged with accessory after the fact. And I remember, Kath, when we were doing this, we were shocked by the young age of all five of these men. Exactly. But remember, this is at a time when Sioux Falls was experiencing a horrible meth crisis. Correct. And they were sort of involved in that subculture. All of these men knew each other, and three of them, Poppin, Kuhn, and Smith, lived together. Robert Power was the mastermind behind Mary Kay's murder, and his wife, Amy, was close friends with Mary Kay. And when Mary Kay was killed, Amy had been staying with her because Amy was having marital problems. Former Minnehaha County State's Attorney David Nelson said in 1995, There is evidence that one of the conspirators provided money, provided a diagram, provided an automobile, and provided a key in order for other members of the conspiracy to enter the apartment of Mary Kay Ross and commit her murder. And Kathy, it's interesting when they talk about providing a key, because do you remember, because Amy Power had been staying at Mary Kay's apartment off and on, Mary had given her a duplicate set of keys. Mm -hmm. But right before she was murdered, Mary Kay spoke to the maintenance manager at the apartment and told her that she needed a new set because Amy had lost them. Right. 
Now, according to court records, the criminal complaint against the five men stated that Robert Power had approached Michael Smith about two weeks before Mary's death and offered him $10,000 or two pounds of meth to kill Mary. So back to Kathy talking about the meth crisis. Right. Smith turned it down, but he did agree to connect Power with two people who he thought would kill Mary, his two roommates, Poppin and Coon. Michael Smith told Poppin and Coon that he would give them $10,000 each and he would take a cut of their money. At about the same time that Robert Power, who was Amy's husband, asked Smith to kill Mary Ross, Power gave him a key to her apartment. Smith, in turn, gave the key to Poppin and Coon. Months after Mary's murder, it was revealed how the police made the connection to these five men. According to the Sioux Falls Argus Leader newspaper, three days after Mary's death, police interviewed Amy Power, again, the wife of the mastermind Robert Power. However, because Robert was so controlling and possessive, when her father reached out to the police to set up a meeting, he was insistent on precautions, including not talking over the telephone and ensuring that the officer came to the house in an unmarked car because they were fearful that power would find out they were talking to the police. Can you imagine that kind of life? I know. No, that's way too much fear. Amy told police that her husband believed Mary Kay was responsible for the breakup of Amy and Robert's marriage. Amy's family also told police that Mary Kay's strong support emboldened Amy to stand up to her husband, Robert. More than five months after the murder, Robert Poppin, who was one of the two men who were in the apartment and killed Mary Kay, pleaded guilty to first-degree murder and agreed to testify against the four other men charged in Mary Kay's death. Poppin faced a mandatory life sentence without parole, but in exchange, state's attorney Dave Nelson agreed not to seek the death penalty against Poppin if he truthfully testified against the men charged with planning and executing Mary Kay's death. Poppin told Circuit Judge Gene Keene while entering his plea that Robert Power hired Eric Kuhn and him to kill Mary Kay Ross. Kat, do you remember how Robert Poppin, remember how his attorney sprung it on everybody at the last minute? Yes, I do remember <laughs> that. It was kind of a masterful move. Right. So what happened was Poppin's attorney had reached a plea deal with the state's attorney's office but did not call the other four defense attorneys until five minutes before they went before a judge. <laughs> and it was on a Friday late afternoon. Yeah, you know, you know, this guy was like, OK, I can't have this screwed up for my client. I'm going to give them late notice. Exactly. And I'll make sure there's nothing they can do about it and can't harm my client, too. Right. So, again, this was late on a Friday. By Monday morning, three of the four remaining defendants had all made plea deals with state's attorney Nelson. Exactly. The fourth man who did not reach a plea deal was Michael Smith. Remember, he's the middleman who had spoken to Robert Power and then connected Power with his roommates in order for them to kill Mary Kay. What ultimately wound up happening, though, was that Michael Smith pleaded not guilty. A jury found him guilty anyway and gave him a mandatory sentence of life in prison without the possibility of parole. Michael Smith appealed, but his appeal was denied by the South Dakota Supreme Court in 1998. So each of the defendants was trying to either get a new trial or overturn their conviction in various ways. And in 2002, the justices also rejected co-defendants Eric Kuhn and Robert Poppins' request for a new trial. Both of those men claimed their confessions should not have been used because they were under the influence of drugs or suffering from withdrawal when the police questioned them. 
However, earlier this year in 2022, Eric Kuhn, who was one of the individuals who stabbed Mary Kay to death, was granted a request to go before the South Dakota Board of Pardons and Paroles to ask that his sentence be reduced, making him eligible for parole. If the board agreed with him and recommended that he be eligible for parole, it would be up to the governor to commute Kuhn's sentence. So Walter Kraft Jr., the man who pled guilty to accessory after the fact, was given fewer than three years in prison. And remember, his role in this, as far as the police were concerned, is that he was given the bloody clothing that the men were wearing on the night they killed Mary Kay, and he disposed of that clothing. Exactly. The other three men who were sentenced to life without the possibility of parole were Power Poppin and Smith, and those three had all been denied commutation hearings. In fact, Poppin had actually been denied five times. And it was very strange that Kuhn made it before the Board of Pardons and Parole. Right. The family of Mary Kay Ross organized a letter-writing campaign to the Board of Pardons and Parole protesting any chance of Eric Kuhn or his other co-defendants having their sentence reduced. Former state's attorney Dave Nelson, who prosecuted the case in 1995, spoke to Kilo Land Media Group, this is the CBS affiliate in the area, and said that these guys want a second chance, but Mary Kay Ross never got one. And her daughter Christian never got a second chance to be with her mom. So when it comes to second chances, He thought they should be pretty narrow-minded about these violent offenders who want another break, particularly after they had such a terrific break in getting away from the death penalty in the first place. Mary Kay's family issued a statement to Kilo Land and said, If we could bring back our amazing and much-loved Mary Kay, our world would be filled with the joy and laughter she brought to all our lives. We miss her more than anyone can imagine. She has been absent a lifetime with her precious daughter and never had the chance to know her grandchildren. The inmates responsible for her brutal murder on July 9, 1995, were given tremendous mercy when they were sentenced to life in prison without any chance of parole instead of the death penalty after admitting to, contemplating, and pleading guilty to their heinous crimes. We appreciate the love and support from so many around the country who share our desire to uphold justice for Mary Kay Ross. We request privacy at this time. Eric Kuhn's hearing before the South Dakota Board of Pardons and Parole took place August 10th, 2022, just two days before us recording this podcast. Members of Mary Kay Ross's family went to South Dakota from around the country to attend Kuhn's hearing for commutation. Eric Kuhn went to prison at the age of 19, now 46, Kuhn said at his hearing that he is not the same person who viciously attacked the young mother. I took a mom away from her child. I took a child away from her mom and her family. And there is nothing I can do to bring her back. I truly today apologize to the family. I wish I could turn around and face you. And he said that because according to parole board rules, you're not allowed to face the victim's families. Mary Kay Ross's daughter, Christian, who is now 29, also spoke at the hearing. She said, He deserves to stay here the rest of his life. My entire life was changed, and she didn't even know why. She did not deserve that, and if I find it in my heart to forgive this man, that's between me and God. If you're sorry, don't ever do this to my family again. Don't ask for commutation. That was a very strong statement, and I can't imagine what it took her to do that. Minnehaha County State's Attorney Daniel Hagar spoke against a reduction in sentence for Kuhn citing his 90 violations in prison from theft to assault to escape. 
Hagar said, This family has gone through a lot, and this hearing has reopened a lot of those wounds. They didn't want to be here. So when Eric talks about this being a chance for him to apologize, that's for him. They were not seeking that. Several people spoke out in Kuhn's favor, saying he's had good behavior for years. Terry Van Zanten runs the metal shop in the prison, and he said, The Eric that started for us is not the Eric we know today. When he tells me he's changed, I can see it's from his heart. Zachary Shaker met Eric Kuhn in prison and spoke out on his behalf. Shaker is out on parole after serving 15 years for burglaries. Shaker said he's always been that father figure and older brother figure. I do believe if he gets out, he's going to do great. This is my second chance and I'm doing great. And I owe it all to him for his guidance, for the love, and everything that he showed me in here. Mary Kay's sister showed her photo while she spoke against the commutation. She said, Some claim that his accomplishments show he is a changed man. But what might Mary Kay's accomplishments over the past 27 years have been? Mary Kay's brother, Shand Ross, told the parole board that Mary Kay was the fabric that held their family together. In the end, the South Dakota Board of Pardons and Parole unanimously voted against recommending a reduced sentence for Eric Kuhn to the governor. In South Dakota, a life sentence means no chance of parole. However, Kuhn and Mary Kay's other killers can reapply for new clemency hearings once every year. After the hearing, Mary Kay's brother, Shand, said, We are very pleased with this unanimous decision. I hope this is a one-time deal, but if we have to do it, I will be up here every single year. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.